This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Film this with Sean Walsh and Mark Simmons. Hello. You are listening to the Film Ish show. I'm, of course, Sean Walsh, joined as always by Mark Simmons. Yo. So, coming up on the show, we'll have movie news. Movie news. Followed by. Oh, no. Sorry, I'm schedule. I should know what it is anyway. Uh, it's movie news, followed by Mark's DVD review. Of course, we'll have Daddy's movie pitch. We'll be taking a look at the UK box office top three. And we have our special guest, actor Amy Doyle, who'll be taking us through her hateful free. Lovely. The free film she hates the most. Lovely. Yeah, what a show. We're back, we've been away for a while We need to be energised We need to be energised We have had our traditional lunch chicken Half a and, chicken Yeah, and chips So I am really struggling It hasn't hit me yet I'm actually oh. feeling okay Okay, so you keep and it up I'm, I've got a tea, so that's I've Hopefully we'll keep it going tea, which has got no caffeine So oh, pointless God. Yeah, I know And you're the hub of the show, Sean The you're, hub? You, yeah, you're the one that keeps it alive Do you know what? What? I'll accept that <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so okay uh, we've been away for a while it's it's save it for the podcast save it for the show yep. is it save it for the podcast it's a radio show or save it? it for the sh- it eventually becomes a podcast yeah we always used to call it podcast didn't we yeah back in the day save it for the radio podcast save it for the radio show or podcast bring you the filmish films now yeah so uh, that's the tagline <laughs> This is a mess already. I know, right? So <laughs> let's catch up on air. We've already already recorded Newsish, our yeah. sister show. Yeah. What's been going down? You were going to tell me about something on your mind that you wanted to say for the radio so show some, or podcast. Yeah, some, you know, sometimes I just just think of something that I just think, yeah. oh, that's interesting. Okay, this is the headline. Yeah. How come all countries agree on time? What do you mean? Okay. What do you mean? <laughs> so obviously, there's different time zones. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, so to start with, why do all the countries agree there's 60 seconds in a minute? Like, like everyone agrees. Isn't that like, that's like world peace, do you know what I mean? It's, everyone agrees. There's no, it's not even a different language. It's all the same time, same amount of minutes, yeah? And, and like an hour is 60 minutes everywhere. Even in like, like, oh, like oh. Africa. Okay. It's miles away. So, but basically what it is, is the division of the hour into 60 minutes and of the minute into 60 seconds comes from the Babylonians who used, who used it as a sexagesimal system. So, yeah, <laughs> sexagesimal system for mathematics what, and what astronomy. Uh, astro- astronomy? Astronomy. Basically, they derived their number system from the so, Sumerians who were using it as early as 3500 BC. Oh, so, right. I was trying to say that yeah. like I knew it. And I'll not like it popped up on my screen. <laughs> no, you didn't go over that. Okay, right there you go. And okay, leading on from that. But were you taking any of that in? Yeah, good. Yeah, so it's just it's just been for so long that sexagesimal. Jismal. Can we get the Can we get the YouTube? Can we make sure that that's how you, the correct way that you pronounce it? So uh, what we do now is if we're unsure of how to pronounce a word, we go to YouTube. We get that recording. Yeah, and so we're careful. And my point coming off of this is sign language. What sign language? What so, 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 f- what made so I was, think, so I was thinking that the film is show. I know, but and I we're now talking about sign language. But it's because, well, yeah. So because everyone, no one agrees with language. Yeah. Well, some countries do. But I think I've solved the problem. Yeah, is sign language? Is that just one way of doing it, or do different countries have different ways of doing sign language? Do you know what? 
Great question. And shall I tell you what? I'm going to solve a problem in the world now. I'd Te- love to teach see this. kids at school around the world the same sign language as every other kid, which means you could communicate with any other country, any other person from any other country, without having to talk to them. So there's a way to communicate with them. That yawn had nothing to do with you. That was to do with the half chicken and chips. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Isn't that a great idea? Did you hear me do a little mini burp? I, did, I, thought, I thought it was me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> little little burp yeah. came out of my neck. Sorry, yeah. I apologise. Okay, there you go. Do you think that's it? Uh, do you think that would do work? I, 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 think, I don't think English children would have the sort of, of concentration you, skills to learn sign language. Of course they would, if you taught them at the, right at the beginning. Well, then why don't you just teach kids, like, Spanish? No, because then you'd have to learn all the languages. With this, you just have to learn one thing, and you can communicate with everybody. Stop trying to question it, mate. I've sold... I've, this, this, this is worth a lot of money, I reckon. Okay. You, you don't seem convinced. It's just stupid. I don't know if it's a chicken or if it's the idea. It's just... <laughs> oh, God, I'm na- I do need a nap. I'm definitely going to have a nap during one of the songs. Should we go to movie news? Movie news. Oh, actually, sorry. Go back to... Save it for the oh, yeah. podcast or radio show. Radio show or podcast. I had to get off the tube on the way here this morning because a young woman was talking so much, it irritated me and I had to get off. What, really? She's I- talking about a job. She- but there was just two women. Just one just... Ranting at the other one. What's the other one? Was like, oh yeah, yeah, no good point. For like five stops, just didn't stop talking, and as well kept <laughs> on using the word like media and like new media, fra- like terms like new media uh, and, te- oh. and like dropping in television. It's like you're just trying to tell the whole tube that you work in media, yeah. not realizing that that basically means you're a huge, c- you know, Can't. vagina, a huge c- vagina. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. Have you ever got off transport because someone was annoying you so much? No. You know me, mate. I'm pretty tolerant. Oh, mate, it was unbearable. Really? It was so unbearable. Yeah, she just really wanted everyone to know that she worked in media. And here we are on a radio show. (laughs) See, I didn't have to tell her that, did I? No. No. Right, it's movie news. (laughs) It's movie news. Movie news, movie news. There we go. Had to catch up. Yeah, so, Macaulay Culkin. Oh. Can't watch Home Alone anymore. Why? It's not really news, but bit of sort of goss. The iconic film released in 1990 catapulted him to stardom. 28 years after the film's release on The Ellen Show, Culkin said that he struggles to watch the film, described it as background radiation at Christmas time, and admitted that people have asked to watch it with him, which he said is flattering and creepy. <laughs> That's not news to me that you can't watch Home Alone anymore, because I don't watch anything with me in it. No, I, wouldn't I watch. don't either. I'd have no interest in watching something no, with me in it. Me neither. I've watched stuff that I've been in that I've made. Oh, I see what you've done there. <laughs> I can't watch you on anything. <laughs> Apart from my documentary. That's well, still on YouTube, if anyone wants to catch it. Our documentary. Sure. <laughs> it's, uh, sure, it's called Sean Walsh, One for the Road. I must have just missed it, Mark's I name. I think it's still on iPlayer, actually. I think they put, extended it for another year. Oh, right. Yeah. So there you go. There. If you want to see what life was like on the road with me and Mark, there you go. Go to iPlayer yeah. or YouTube. Check it out. Okay. Nicholas Cage is preparing to retire from acting. Wow. He says, uh, right now, I'm primarily a film performer and I'm going to continue doing that for three or four more years and I'd like to focus more on directing. Nicholas ah. Cage, thoughts? Well, he, what was the thing with him? Because he... So he, he made, started making really bad films. He, he needed money, right? Is that, was it something like that? I assume when anyone's doing anything bad, when they've done something good, it's for money. Yeah, I mean, he kept making bad films. Yeah. Just went so for, De Niro and Pacino, famously. Really? Yeah, De Niro and Pacino do terrible films. What? What? Yeah, like, yes, they yeah. do like oh. straight to you what? know, straight to um, oh, what's that one streaming 
on demand films now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it was that the one where he was the, the the bike ghost or something. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. That was the start of his problems, I think. Right. So you you don't mind seeing the back of Nicolas Cage? No, it doesn't bother me in the slightest. What was your favourite Nicolas Cage film? Cage actually said, by the way, that he didn't like Ghost Rider either. No, it's rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> What's my favourite Nicolas Cage film? I don't think I like Face Off. And Ni- ah, the, well, I don't, don't really remember that, but yeah, I remember enjoying it. Yeah, it's a good film. But I liked John Travolta. And Con Air. He was, he was in Con Air, wasn't he? I thought you'd love Con Air. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So it's two. Which one's your favourite out of those? Con Air. <laughs> there you go. John Travolta. I know we've got on air. In other news. Which is your favourite film? Right, come on. We're on air. John Travolta <laughs> says working. Here we go. From Face Off. All Face right. Off yeah. to his co-star, John Travolta, says working with Limp Biscuits, Fred Durst was his favourite experience. He worked with Durst on the upcoming film Moose. It's co-written and directed by Durst. I mean, it can't be good. And sees Travolta playing a rabid movie fan obsessed with his favourite celebrity action hero. The movie is said to have been inspired by the real-life story of a fan that once stalked Durst. Travolta says, It was maybe my first experience I've had. What? It was maybe my favourite... Oh, sorry. Maybe my favourite experience I've had. Called Durst so generous and such an artist. Really? Fred Durst. You know, Limp Bizkit was my favourite band. Yeah, yeah. For a long time. It's looking really old It now. went Spice... John Travolta? No, we, Durst. We've got a picture of Durst and Travolta up from on set on the film Moose. Yeah, Limp Bizkit was my favourite. It went Spice Girls, <laughs> Limp Bizkit. And it was like, like this guy shouting and swearing and I was like, yeah! He was cool The system. He was cool, Red Cap he? backwards. Yo, Red Cap! What's your favourite song? Well, what is my favourite ever? Probably My Generation. My g- generation, we don't, don't give a fuck again, we won't ever give a fuck again. Yeah. yeah. I used to like them all. Mike checks. what's it all about? And when we gonna run? Maybe we can meet up on the sun. Discretion is advised for the blood of virgin eyes. Meeting on the trap with the method. So get some black, you get one shot. And so you dissolve our revolve around everything you got. From out of nowhere, prepare. We blinded by the glare. I told you not to stand, now you turned into stone. Without a microphone, but don't you forget you're in the zone. So shut the up and take that shit back, cause all your shit's whack. Then Method Man kicks in. And together now that. Do you want me to do Method Man? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that? You look frightened when I was doing that. I was thinking, if anyone tunes in now, they're going to think that's just a song we're playing. Yeah, exactly. Because it sounded a cappella. Exactly like him. Thank you very much. I quite like the video where he's uh, with Halle Berry. That's from a song called it's from Blue Gothica, Art. the film Gothica. Yes. Did you used to like Limp Bizkit as well? There you go. A producer. Yeah. From yeah. the film Gothica. Yeah. Yeah, he directed that music video. Anyway. And another little thing, you can't get that on YouTube. I looked it up. It's not on there. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, just took a drink of tea or something. Oh my, that is the, the oh no, don't spit it back in the cup. That is disgusting. That's what? the worst thing I've ever seen. What, what did you try on YouTube? The video. You tried to find it. Yeah. You fucking loser. We thought it was a good song. <laughs> We've got to get. Can it's we, a good can we, song. Can we please get this song to play later on on the show. <laughs> oh my god. Why is that Dude, weird? When did you? How it was you? out. It was out when I was at uni, and I always remember it from university. So, <laughs> I, I, so I just thought I'd have a bit of a Google se- a YouTube session. Oh I my god! It. You tried to find? Yeah, why not? Behind blue eyes. Yeah, it's a great. Broke my dreams up. Something broken. Broken. Okay. Anyway. In- All right. Oh god. Okay, but by the way, it's been found on YouTube. We've got it. Oh. Here's some, uh, well, theatre news. 
Labyrinth. Did you like Labyrinth growing up? Children's film? Mm, don't remember it. I always think of the comedian John Richardson when I uh, see the title Labyrinth because it's his favourite film and he always sort of drops it in his, Is it? his act. Yeah. Jim Henson's son says his dad's cult classic film Labyrinth, uh, Labyrinth is set for a stage adaptation. Do you, have you, do you ever go to stage adaptation? Do you see like the Harry Potter movies or anything like that? Why are you laughing Wicked. at that? Wicked. Why did you laugh at that? I just think it's not something I'd do, but I have seen Wicked. Well, there you go. So it is something you'd do. So <laughs> suck it. But I would like to. What? I'd like to go to one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. How was Wicked? Wicked. No, come on. How was Wicked? Because, <laughs> um, by the way, they are making a film of Wicked. Oh, that's weird. That's all reverse, isn't it? Isn't it? What? Well, it's a, it was a film adaptation that's now being adapted into a film. Well, it wasn't an adaptation, was it? It was a it was oh, a, so it was it a spin-off. There wasn't but a film. Harry, yeah, but Harry Potter there wasn't a film the, Wicked. There wasn't no, a film Wicked. it's about with the characters. There was a, so, yeah, so it's so, a spin-off. But so, 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 spin so Harry Potter's doing the same thing. It's a different story. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 so no, that's no, not, you're no, saying no, that's no. not an adaptation. You're saying Harry Potter's not an adaptation. No, it's not. But you just said it was. You literally just said that. Look, because I was generalising then. <laughs> right. Well, it's like Greece, 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 Greece. It's an adaptation. Which came first? It's the. What do you mean? Did the film come first, or did the the, the stage show come first? We're going to find out. But but I see what you mean. That's the same story. Yeah, it's just so a, your example of Harry Potter was just a bad example. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I didn't think you were going to sort of <laughs> pick up on it. Yeah, pick me up on it. <laughs> but yeah, so so what other ones are there then? What? Other than Greece. What oh, other... By the way, that Harry Potter yeah. film, uh, play, yeah. that sequel to the yeah. films is now being made into a film. Oh my God. What? That's cool. I've never heard you do that voice. So does that mean that, um, what's his name, he's going to re- re- reprise his role? Don't know. Oh. Because he he have he'll have to be older. So what other films, I don't know if there are many other films that have actually been adapted straight to, <laughs> straight into, Moulin Rouge was the other way around, wasn't it? That was a play that went into a film. Wasn't it? Greece was, in fact, to play first. Ah. First performed in 1971 oh, so in the original Kingston Mines nightclub in Chicago. Here's a question for you then, Sean. Has a film ever been adapted into a play? Yes. Name one. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I think of see- uh, Singing in the Rain. Singing in the Rain. That, that was a film first, was it? So that was definitely a film first. Are you sure? And 100%. 100%? Yeah, I just said 100%. Yeah, Legally 100%. Blonde. Thank you. There's loads. I mean, this is... Legally Blonde? Well, I'll, I'll pepper them throughout the show. We're going to pepper okay. some... Fil- You're some, going uh, to, are you? Our producer is going to do the research, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I knew the... Uh, so what's the original thing you were saying? <sighs> what? What was the point you were making at the beginning? I can't remember. That there's just going to be a stage adaptation of Labyrinth for oh. fuck. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, and, and uh, last in movie news. This is quite movie big. Movie news. Quite big. Ed Sheeran. Oh. Who I have links with. Yeah, pretty big, big yep. styley. I have links with him too. Because he's had sex with your ex-girlfriend. Oh my god! Don't say that. Oh what? Hang on. What was I not meant to? I don't know. That's not. That's that's. I don't know. No, no, no. I don't. I don't think you can say that. But I don't know. I don't know. That's not what I meant. No. I meant I get people call me a cheer in the street. That's what I've meant. <laughs> <laughs> Don't! <laughs> oh my god! Oh, yeah. No, I know, that's what I meant as well. Ed Sheeran rumoured for Two Danny. Two weeks in a row. Oh. Ed Sheeran rumoured for Danny Boyle and Richard Curtis' film about the Beatles never existing. There you go. Ed Sheeran is rumoured to be appearing in a new musical comedy project directed by Trainspotting's Boyle and written by Notting Hill's <coughs> Curtis. It's thought to be tentatively titled All You Need Is Love. I actually think it's going to be called All You Need. Can you tell me what, <sighs> um, 
Can you tell me what it's about again? So, uh, the film's plot is described as being about a man who wakes up one day to find he is the only person who can remember the songs of the Beatles. That is a good... So he's going to then sing them and then become famous. That's the idea, right? So he's going to use them. I don't know if Ed Sheeran will necessarily be the star, but he possibly. But that storyline-wise, if you had those songs, you just say it, sing them and then you become... I, I imagine that's what it'll be, well, That's yeah. a great idea. There you go. And I'm a big fan of Richard Curtis. So am I, of course. Yeah. Uh, other musicals, uh, sorry, other stage adaptations that were filmed first. One, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Amelie, the producers, goes to the musical. There you go. Probably should have peppered them throughout the show without spilling my beans there. But, um, <laughs> yeah, spilling my beans. Spilling my beans. <laughs> spilling that's spilling. disgusting. <laughs> but they don't drink that tea, don't forget. That's, that's, that's minging. Why? You spat it back in that cup. Oh, the, I forgot I, about that. Yeah, good, because I don't want you to drink it. That'll make me feel sick. I have been. Oh. Uh, Okay. <laughs> right, so there you go. That was uh, Mavy News. Um, and we've got a, we've got a song. We're going to play a song, and we're going to come back, and then we're going to get Danny's movie. Well, we're going to do Mark's DVD review, actually, and then Danny's movie pitch. Uh, the song we're going to play is from the film Eight Mile. So we've got a sort of oh, a, we've got a white rapper theme going on now. Oh, I love it. So from Fred Durst to Eminem. To, well, Fred Durst to Shaw Moss to Eminem. Check it. really embarrassing yeah really embarrassing I lo- you know what go on <clears throat> oh, that was it. Lose Yourself by Eminem from 8 Mile as you already know go on Mark I love that song that's probably my favourite Eminem song maybe it looks like it's really I was really into it you. I was really into it when it was on yeah you're doing the hands thing re- it really affected me then because I sound terrible at rapping yeah, when, when you're doing it when the music's in the background you think you're invincible Oh, well, but just then you notice that yeah, you're not. Yeah, really bad. Because I, I can't sing, and you think, oh, I might be able to rap. How do you know you can't, can't sing? I heard, heard it back. Heard it back? You know, when, when you're a kid and you, and you sing into a thing, and then... No. You forget a lot. No, no, no. You've recorded yourself singing to see if you can sing, surely. I actually... I... <laughs> you must have! <laughs> do you know what really... It's so strange that you say that. This is going to really make you cringe. You're going to fall off your chair. You ready? No. It's making me cringe. I can't, my, I can't feel my hands. I um, actually drunkenly done that. Did, did that recently? Did you? Maybe there's a kid. Deleted it though, so you can't. What song? You sang in your last Edinburgh show. Yeah. You got a good voice. Thank you very much. In your sort of your <laughs> some forty one sort of shit. Fuck kind off. Of, <laughs> Blink one eight two kind of vibe. That's, <laughs> That's not what it was. Hardly singing, singing. Like that. No, I just hardly sung. I just yeah, sort like of spoke them. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I didn't put an American out. I didn't go like, yeah, you did. Yeah, too deep and try to keep. I didn't yeah, do you, that. You didn't. I f- I'm, I'm, sure did you, I'm sure you did. No, I didn't. It sounded like that sort of vibe. You think that? So, like, <laughs> oh, welcome to the show. No, I didn't. You've just remembered it as that. You uh, made me, have I got red? No. I feel embarrassed. Really? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, what were you going to say about Eminem anyway? That was it. You just oh, that was uh, so that eight, eight mile came out when I was working at the cinema. Just, yeah, and just 
heard that song a lot when sort of waiting for people to get out of the uh, the cinema. Oh, it's really interesting, Mark. Um, oh, you asked. Okay, people. So for, so for the people that have been listening since the beginning, um, the word that we, that I was that I oh, sort yeah. of pronounced incorrectly earlier, we've got it here uh, from YouTube. Sexagesimal. 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 Nice. Do you know that is? Oh. Se- <laughs> Shut up. What a nice word. Sexagesimal. Oh. Sixty she, seconds. Oh, she's so sexagesimal. <laughs> Do you mean sixty seconds though? Look at that. Uh, she's that, mean, that means sixty seconds, right? So like in oh, so so in sexagesimal. I'm gonna have oh, God. sexagesimal with sexagesimal. <laughs> it might be a <her> name. <laughs> there you go. Sexagesimal. I, I never, I, I never heard of that word. That's sixty seconds. It's weird that it's got sex in it. That's another Nicolas Cage film. Gone in sexagesimal. <laughs> Got in. Sexagesimal. There you go. Well, that would have sold more tickets, wouldn't it? Yeah. Actually, that probably did do quite well, actually, that film. It did fine. So, you know what time it is, don't you? Uh, no, Sean. What time is it? It's time for a review. A certain review. What sort of review? Sort of an old um, review. Old that's review? That's got its own special jingle. That's it? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. I'll, I'll just press the button now. Yeah. DVD review, 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 DVD <laughs> Never gets old. Oh, uh, this isn't technically DVD. I did a review of Downsizing. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's quite out on DVD yet. Uh, in this movie, Downsizing is a medical procedure of reducing humans to a miniature version of themselves. I think if you're mad enough to go through with this, you need a shrink. Oh, that's a quite a funky beatboxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah sort good. of. It's a hip hop vibe. It's a hip hop episode. Hip hop vibes. <laughs> Downsizing is necessary due to overpopulation and not being able to t- find an alternative energy source. I thought of one, Lucas A. Ketchup. Before, <laughs> before they made Matt Damon shorter, he was called Matthew Damon. Sexadecimal. <laughs> I love that word. <laughs> Maybe we should make a film called Idiot. Come on, get on with it. Oh, my God. Uh, at one point in the film, he was, wasn't paying any attention to what was going on and was stood right next to a fully grown human. He looked miles away. <laughs> That's the end. Sexagesimal. <laughs> I give it five marks. Simmons out of ten. Okay, so that was about downsizing. <laughs> Social satire in which a man realises he would never have, uh, he would never have a better life if he were to shrink himself to five inches tall, allowing him to live in wealth and splendour. Mm. Downsizing was director Alexander Payne's most expo- expensive project to date. So he directed um, things such things Nebraska. He directed. Oh. So I actually know this. Interfering, I know this. Um, uh, what's the George Clooney one? Descendants. Uh, this film costed him somewhere between $65 million and $90 million. In its opening weekend, it took less than $9 million at the oh. US box office. Oh, dear. Yeah. 
It, I thought it was it was fine. It was a nice idea, but it just was it just lost its. I way. I love the trailer. Yeah, the, the, the trailer made it look great. Yeah, it just lost its way a bit. I wanted to see it, and then when I went to see it in the cinema, it wasn't there. Oh, did it look really hard? Might have been a bit. No, I mean I wasn't going to travel. It wasn't in my local, yeah, you know, view. Anyway, right. So it's uh, it's time for Danny's. Oh yeah, movie pitch. Danny's movie pitch. Danny Ward is going to come on the show. Danny Ward is going to pitch us his new we show. We could do have a jingle for Danny Ward's movie pitch. Yeah, <laughs> that could be the pitch. We the jingle. Just, we just got Danny the end of, of Danny oh, no, talking on the that. phone there. Hello, Danny Ward. Hello, I was just rehearsing. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Daddy. Well, hello, hello, hello. Hi, mate. You all right, guys? How's it going? Good. Yeah, we're fine. Look, you, your uh, your small talk isn't going to get you a, a green light here, pal. No. You ready? Yes. Okay. Question: What does the future of cinema? I've messed up. Question. <laughs> By the way, just for any, sorry, house, mate. Any, any new <laughs> listeners, this is comedian. We're all talking yeah. over each other. Can I, sorry, I just feel like I should introduce you a slightly better, Danny, because if there are any new listeners, they won't know who you are. There's no context to this. Danny Ward is comedian and film buff, right? Yeah. Film, film fanatic. And he pictures us a film. Former film student. Really? Yeah, man, television film producing. And director, directs your web series yeah. that you have, the yep. two of you. Along with me. Yeah. Um, okay. Well. <laughs> right, come on. Let's crack on. Let's hear it. Let's go. Question. Where does the <laughs> cinema lie? Timeless storytelling? Impassioned acting? A delightful mise en scène? No way. Or fest. The future is virtual reality. Yeah, true. Here first. Good, like it. But the technology isn't ready for cinema to show virtual reality films, I hear you cry. Yeah. And that is why this film isn't made in VR. It's about VR. <laughs> Meet our sophomore heroes, Brad and Carl, a couple of American Pie stereotypes. It's the weekend somewhere in middle America, and they couldn't be more excited as they travel to the local shopping mall as they've won tickets to be the first people to take part in the brand new virtual reality experience, America from beginning and beyond. It promises VR, temperature change, weather elements, and even different smells as it takes you on a journey through America's history and future. Anyway... Brad and Carl don the necessary bodysuit and visor and immediately transported to the Boston Tea Party of 1773. And as the audience, we witness their short adventure there, whilst at the same time cutting back to seeing them in an empty room dressed in all their gear. But something goes wrong, and the attraction mm. stops. Brad and Carl can hear what is being said in the control room, and they suddenly realise all is not what it seems. The entire VR experience is actually one big memory-sucking computer, its owner, an evil tech company called Frugal, and it's using the device to suck out people's memories for their own evil marketing purposes. So Brad and Carl must escape. They must get to the local police station, but as they try to lift their visors, they won't budge. As they try to remove their bodysuits, they can't get them off, and they're secured tight with tamper-proof fixings. Our heroes must now navigate themselves to safety, but the VR won't switch off, and they must interact with the America through the ages VR experience whilst traveling through real life. So they face the old frontier of the Wild West as they run through town. Their homes become an outpost of the U.S. Civil War, and their school the site of an outbreak of a zombie apocalypse sometime in the future. All the while, they're being chased in real life by the henchmen sent from Frugal to neutralize Brad and Carl and protect their secrets. <laughs> These henchmen in virtual reality world are augmented as terrifying monsters who could be waiting for the boys behind any corner. Eventually, they make it to the police station. 
But at that time, it's actually for them a human colony on Mars. They think they're safe. But so crucial confused. Plot twist, it turns out that the local cops are on the payroll of Frugal. No idea. The final scenes when a real life skateboard chase down a really steep hill, but through the eyes of Brad and Carl, actually, it's a firefight with futuristic rocket ships. They must escape to safety. But where? Where is safe from the world running tech giants? This movie has shades of inner space. The idea of entertainment tech-stealing minds is right out of Batman Forever's playbook. Simply put, this is the film Lon Merman wished it had been. And what's it called? Well, as Brad and Carl have never experienced virtual reality before, I give you the Argins. And it's going to be expensive. Sexagesimal. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> I've got some questions. Who got questions, Sean? Good on you go, you go. Um... No, you go. <laughs> Come on. Um, so, um, I, um, so I, I, I got what I got from it was it was a bit like Facebook stealing people's information. Is that not what you were going for? As like a relevant to today's what's happening? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but, Are you just you saying know, yeah because that's a better idea than what you thought? Well, I kind of nicked it from the, like I said from the Batman thing where you know they. Yeah, sucking all the idea, all the energy out of their brains. So I really liked it up until the point where I got a bit lost, which was when they're stuck in, they're, they're secured into, they're secured, right, and they yeah. can't get out. Do they get out? Well, they can't get out of their equipment. They can get out of the experience, and they go around like town, go to their house, go to the school. How do they escape. get out of the experience? Well, it's, I mean, it's just a door. A, I'm really it's confused. Like a little, you know, it's, it's, sort of a cupboard you don't need like a small cupboard to do this virtual reality stuff okay so okay the problem i have here danny right. i'm afraid is when you mentioned you went oh you know cinema's not ready for virtual reality what it yeah. needs is you know, what do we do about it we need a film about virtual reality yeah i thought ah well we've just had ready player one huge steven spielberg blockbuster and then when i had stopped thinking about that and come back to you i didn't know what the hell you were talking about so <laughs> I, I was out of it um so I, fe I, fe I felt like it was convoluted and I felt like the idea has already been done and it's been done by Spielberg. So, I mean, you need to pay more attention with what's going on at the box office, mate. Who's, who's this Spielberg? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm not going to green light it and Mark will have to put not, all his own money in. Nah, not with all the money that you reckon you're going to need. Oh, 100 mil, minimum. No, sorry, Danny. Okay, th thanks very much. I will speak to you uh, in, a, in a fortnight. Okay, thanks, guys. Thank you, Danny. Cheers. Right. There you go. Yeah, I, don't, I, I can understand. I don't know what he was talking what, about. Why, how they were running away in real life. I, sh I should probably like tell listeners to concentrate for the next couple of minutes next time we do Danny's movie yeah, pitch because yeah. that was a complicated one. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, we're gonna have a song now. Relax the mind. Yeah. It's your favourite. My favourite. From Gothica. Is it? You, are you joking? I'm not joking. It's Red Dirt. The video. It's behind, when is you it can, the video? When you watch the video, it is on YouTube. If anyone wants YouTube, you is can. Is it on there, Behind though? Blue Eyes by Lim Biscuit. I love this one. Behind Blue Eyes. I thought you were going to kick in with one more chorus. Uh, no, no okay. chance. Not after last time. Lim Biscuit, Behind Blue Eyes. I, I, really, I really enjoyed that. It's, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah. It's a cover of a Who song. Did you know that? Oh, right. did you know that before a minute ago, Sean? Before our producer Natalie told us, no. <laughs> so it's time for the UK box box office box 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 office box 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 office top three 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 two two one one. Ah! 
UK box office, box office. Top, 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 there we go. UK box office top three. In at number three. In at number three. <laughs> horror film. Five stars across the board. Shut up. Is it? A quiet place. Yeah. A family is forced to live in silence while hiding, while hiding from creatures. I almost remixed myself there. While hiding, while hiding from creatures that hunt. Yeah. By sound. This is directed by John Krasinski, who you'll recognise as the guy that's playing. But I can't remember his character's name, but basically playing Tim in the American Office. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. So he's uh, he's yeah, married. He's John to Krasinski, the star, Emily Blunt. Yeah. Uh, he directed this. He also co-wrote this. He produced this. He stars in this with his wife, Emily Blunt. Yeah. Um, now I'm I'm not a big fan of horror horror movies. I as hate it goes, horror. You hate horror. And I watched two in a week. Um, by the way, he plays Jim in the American Office. Uh, and you watched two in a week. Yeah. Okay. So, so this, so this film, as I said, um, creatures that hunt by sound, and uh, so the whole film was very Hitchcockian. Um, suspense. The whole film is mm. suspense filled. Uh, I, I, Did you watch it? I thought it was absolutely incredible. Did you watch it? I, I didn't think you watched by it. By the way, ninety minutes. Yeah, ninety. Perfect. That is such a selling one. It's not, go and see it. It's mm. only ninety minutes. Yeah, and it zips by. Yeah, it's got some incredible set pieces. Um, and I've never really seen anything like it. It's like a like a silent film. And there's been stuff in the papers, been stuff uh, on social media about you know that the film really helps uh, you catch the sort of loud eaters. Yeah, and stuff, and and um, but it does. It heightens like who's making noise, who's talking in the film. Yeah, try and see it. I, 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 if I was you, maybe there are some teenagers listening. If you really do like film, don't go to probably don't go to a multiplex. Don't go to your Odeons. Don't go to your views or cineplexes because I just think they'll be talking and people will be on their phones. And I think this should ha you should go to like a sort of I picture house or art house and yeah. enjoy it. I was at Cineworld and. Uh was it, there any was disruption? Fine. No, it was fine, but it was quiet. It was like a late night. Okay, one. so there weren't any teenagers in? No, no. That's, there were a few teenagers. I saw it in Birmingham. There were mm. a few teenagers talking. See, I really enjoyed annoying. it. And horror-wise, monsters and creatures like this doesn't really bother me too much. What bothers you? Like... There was a like, trailer. There was a trailer to a film. Oh, I can't remember it. That, was, that scared me more than, than yeah. A Quiet Place. But this is... Oh, it was about a mother and a daughter. Did you see this trailer? Did it, it play? Yeah. During a quiet place. Oh. I'll, I'll, I'll find out. Mm. We'll play a song and I'll, I'll find it's out. when the daughter's, like, possessed or something. Yeah. Yeah. That was terrifying. Mm. Anyway, not very useful. But a quiet place, like, it's so brilliantly made. It's it's almost perfect, isn't it? It's yeah. just... It, and yeah. the tension is superb, and, and which is all because of the sound. And, like, I think they missed a trick with, like... Like no one sneezed, or, or well, or, Mark, no one sneezed. But I don't want to. I don't want to give away a spoiler. All oh, right. Oh, you spoiler! Went, there you go. Fucking hell. Yeah, no one get, uh, I don't want to give away a spoiler, but you got They didn't sneeze. Well, I'm not going to. But they did something much bigger than a sneeze. Did they? The fart. <laughs> what is going on? Well, I can't remember. I don't. What? Okay, we're going to do a spoiler. We're going to do a spoiler. 
Spoiler! That is the spoiler warning that Mark's meant to do when I say spoiler. Maybe you should say it and I'll say that over the top of it. Okay, so there's going to be like, there's gonna be a spoiler in five spoiler! seconds. Come back in like 10 seconds. Like, what the fucking... She, she, gives, she gives birth. <laughs> she gives birth. Oh, yeah, that's nothing like a sneeze, is it? Well, it is, isn't it? But I think the tension of like almost sneezing and then having to stop would be just... I think that'd be brilliant. It's too silly. Too what you're silly. talking about is far too silly. Realistic, though, Sean. Realistic. I think you would. If, Realistic. If, if there was a chance you might die, Realistic. I don't think not sneezing would be a problem. You reckon you could stop yourself sneezing if you were going to die? Yes, obviously. Can people stop themselves sneezing? Can we research this? I think if you're going to die, well, why do people co- sneeze then? Just don't. It's a nice feeling. Oh yeah. I love sneezing. <laughs> Just apparently, it's an eighth of an orgasm. That's not true, though, is it? No, because I was thinking, try and sneeze when I was a when you younger. Try and sneeze pe- eight times, stick really quickly head. together, <laughs> so it make you. Oh right! <laughs> I thought you were going to try and sneeze while you're doing it. <laughs> oh, so, what would happen then? Well, you well, got you got one and an eighth. You just got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is better? It is better. It? It's yeah. nine or nine, it's like nine sneezes. Yeah. Uh, tips to stop sneezing: learn your triggers, uh, identify the cause of your sneezing, so that you can treat it accordingly. Protect yourself from environmental hazards. Don't yeah. look into the light. Don't mm. eat too much. Mm. Try a homeopathic nasal spray. Say pickles and blow your nose. I make myself sneezing by by doing that in my nose. All oh, right. Go on then. Just, uh, I can't now. Go on then, make yourself sneeze. Under pressure. I'll tr- no, I can't. Oh, so it's rubbish. I'll try though. Hang on. I'll probably do it after the show. Hang on. Hang on. Well, you have to do... Oh, Look at the light while you're doing it. Okay. <laughs> Take sunglasses <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> but it's odd because it looks like I'm sort of trying to... I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry to be clear, but it looks like I'm wanking off my nose. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll try to wank off my nose as well <laughs> so you can <laughs> sneeze first. <laughs> <laughs> Jagging it helps so you do it faster. It's <laughs> awful radio. Hang on, nothing is coming. I, I, do you know what? Do you know what? I genuinely think we've been. Do you know what? We've been asked to move on to movie number two. <laughs> Mate, it's rubbish. <laughs> I did. I did. At least t- so we covered, mate. We covered three of those points. We oh. ate loads at lunch. I looked into the light and wanked off my nose. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Can go to film number two, please. What? I've got to do it. Go, what have I got to do? Go to film number two. Number two. Oh. Number two oh. is uh, the Guernsey Literary oh. and Potato Peel Pie Society. Oh. <clears throat> <laughs> so, uh, so this, so a writer forms an unexpected bond uh, with the residents of the Guernsey Island in the aftermath of World War Two when she decides to write a book about their experiences during the war. Directed by Mike Newell, uh, who, who you'll know from Mother Lisa Small, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Ah. Uh, scripted by Richard Curtis, who we mentioned earlier, and of course Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Mm-hmm. So good director Makes great You know Very yeah. successful films Very family friendly films uh, Most of the time y- You've seen this? I've not seen this I I've never it. even heard of this I saw it And uh, I went with a couple of mates So one of them is uh, My mate Matt And the other one is the, Do you remember I spoke about The Vicar ages ago? 
yeah, that yeah, I yeah. know. Because you know a vicar. Yeah, he's a comedian. He's, he's what a, would he think about you wanking off your nose? <laughs> <laughs> is that allowed? I don't think that's against the law, is it? Is that it's allowed? God. But it's God's, God's law. Mind, is it in the Bible? I don't know. I just, Trying Thou shalt not try, wank off your nose. Trying to wank off anything, I don't reckon is. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Right. So anyway, so I I, I like oh, British films, yeah. right? I really like British films. Yeah. So I suggested going to see this and they hadn't heard of it. Yeah. And they hated it. Right. D- okay. But I think they went in so like such a so defeatist. Yeah. That I didn't think they were ever were gonna enjoy it. It's a bit... Oh, Mike Newell. There's a comedian called Mike Newell. Anyway. Okay, can you get back to what you're saying? Sorry, I just got distracted. Come on. Um, So they hated it. I... It's a boring concept of a film. Basically, so uh, during the war uh, on Guernsey, uh, these people were uh, out when they weren't supposed to be, so there was a curfew, and they got caught by the Germans, and they made up that they were actually part... So people were allowed to meet up, and they, they made up this society. Yeah. And they just sort of off the top of the head, and yeah. then they just ended up like meeting up and reading books and talking about that I'm, sort of stuff. I'm going to have to ask you to hurry up. Why? Because we've not got long left, and we need to speak to our guest, Amy Doyle. Okay, it was it's absolute, If you like British films and you're like a uh, husband and wife, and yeah, it's that it's, yeah, you can enjoy it. But just lads, 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 lads wouldn't enjoy it. Lads, lads, lads wouldn't enjoy it. And I'm really surprised it's number two. Really surprised. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in in at number one, Avengers: Infinity War. What are you looking at? Uh, what are you doing? The notes. The notes. They're all it. Yeah. Avengers: uh, Infinity. There's no surprise there. Avengers: Infinity War at number one. Um, you didn't see it, which I'm very surprised about. Um, so I got back off holiday yesterday, yeah. and I was going to go. Yeah. Two times. Um, but my friend, who Matt, who I mentioned, stop touching your nose. <laughs> Get it off. I can't help it. Come on. <laughs> Unbelievable. Come on. Um, my friend came back from the way to the cinema and there was a flood, and in the other way, there's a tree on the road, so I didn't bother going. Fair enough. Good excuse. Yeah, thanks. Avengers is sort of the big film that we should have been speaking we, about. Well, the we most. can talk about it next week as well. We'll, can't talk, we? well, yeah, we'll finish off talking about it. What I'd say is I, I, I've only enjoyed it. Four superheroes out of five. Okay, cool. Yeah. Is that it? Is that what we're going to say? Well, we've not got much time. Okay, I yeah. want to speak to Amy. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, speak to Amy. She talk, might have seen it. We could, maybe she, she might have seen it. I doubt she would have. We'll check. Let's speak to her. Hello, Amy. Hello, you all right? Very well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm Sean and Mark. Oh, Mark's. we just said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you've done that. that? I, used to, <laughs> I used to do a bit about that in my, yeah, you did. In my stand-up show. I, oh, it's awful, isn't it? There you go. We'll just, <laughs> we'll just take that as an, an homage to my um, 2015 stand-up show. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, first things first. Ghost Stories, which is still out now. You can still go and see it. Horror film. That was adapted from... We were talking earlier about adaptations, films being made into plays, plays being made into films. That, of course, came from the stage first. Yeah. Did you see it when it was on stage? No. No, I never got to see it when it was on the West End or out in other theatres, which is gutting, but I wasn't actually in London at the time, so... It's a good excuse. Ah. Missed out on that one. And also, I am a bit of a wuss, so, yeah, I haven't seen The Women in Black either on Ah. the stage, so... So you've also not seen A Quiet Place, which is in a number three at the UK box office? I really want to see that. You I should really see want it. To see that. It's really yeah. good. I yeah. hate uh, horror films, and I, I actually saw Ghost Stories. Oh, good. I'm glad I've come on to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, went to watch, I went to watch it, and I, I would. I normally I don't, and I absolutely crap myself. It's so scary. <laughs> it's. Oh, brilliant! But that's ab- good. So it did. It did what it, it I, should I do. I really enjoyed it because I, what I like. 
the, the horror films I do like are ones where there is a twist and you, it's a mystery and you don't quite know what's happening and there's a nice reveal at the end and that this film's got all of that but yeah, I don't yeah. enjoy getting made jump oh my god that, <laughs> so many I mean points. it's got some it's got some great British comedy in there as well which mm. I'm sure you two appreciated yeah which oh, I think absolutely really great, great about it you know sometimes if you've got kind of a comedy slash horror film it's always a bit kind of cheesy corny comedy but I think they, they play on that so well in ghost stories with Martin Freeman and Paul Whitehouse and that they're just geniuses when it comes to those little comic moments and then suddenly you're scared out of your seat the next minute <laughs> yeah Mark's just sorry I've just got a crowd <laughs> Mark's just fallen just, off his chair just got no you're not getting away with that you fell off your chair oh my leg unbelievable I'm um, even though my question scared out of your seat you exactly oh, oh my god I my question is Ooh. even though you're in the horror film when you then went on to see it were you scared of it even though you sort of knew what was coming or, or, or is the sort of magic gone because you were part of the production no I was absolutely terrified oh, really <laughs> we had like a cast and crew screening and I screamed out loud that's really? awesome which was quite embarrassing but even though I knew what was coming it got me every time <laughs> and you've got a new short film called Lady which is going to be released in May well this month yes what tell yeah, us tell one. us about that is that are you just in this or did you write it <laughs> no so it's a uh, it's written and directed by will nash and um i play lady so the sort of title character and it's basically about ladette culture in the 90s and kind of you know as, as you were chatting about lads 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 but ladettes 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 oh, okay. <laughs> kind of thing <laughs> nice. um so yeah so i guess it's kind of drawing parallels between um you know, women want to be seen on a kind of equal ground as men. Back in the 90s, that's how they did it. And, you know, you can draw parallels till, till to, to today, I guess, as well. So Right. Interesting. And so, uh, is, will that be in the cinema or is that online? That's going to be online. Okay, I think great. It'll hit a few short film festivals and stuff Lovely. like that, which is exciting. So, yeah. So, our producer there, Natalie, was shouting in uh, Ryan or Ryan because that's, uh, I don't know if you even knew about this oh, question. Yeah. Basically, it's Ryan or Ryan. Which guest would you rather. It's a bit uncomfortable now. Which, which Actually, guest it's only been male ones we've asked before. It's because we, we've only had male. Guess. Yeah, because we've only. We've sort of the last three guests when we've been doing it again have been male. So, which should we do at a kiss? <laughs> which. Ryan, would you rather kiss Ryan Goslin or Ryan Reynolds? I feel like I'm back in the playground, guys. I know, I know. Ryan Goslin or Ryan Reynolds? Uh, Basically, the background uh, is, we always argue about this. If I was, I'd always go for Ryan Reynolds. And Sean says Ryan Gosling, so this is an argument we always have. So there have. you go. This is well, how we do it. If you're can, a bloke... I can tell you I think Ryan Gosling's a better actor. Okay. Um, that, that would be my uh, that would be my diplomatic answer. Okay, got you. Understood. <laughs> Completely understood. Right, there we go. And we don't have much time now, but because we've been talking about Lady and Ghost Stories, what would your hateful three be? The films, the three films that you dislike the most. Right, so the first film, I'm a bit scarred for life from it. So I'm, you know, it's not necessarily a bad film, but watching it with my parents when I was about twelve was not a good idea. Because it's got a sex <laughs> um, scene. And that, no, so oh. well, it's got <laughs> right. So it's back. Do you remember when there used to be like a video rental bit in, in your local little spa shop? Yep. Yes. So we're looking for a family film 
see Jim Carrey on the front, so you go, right, well, that's guaranteed to be a winner. But the film was Me, Myself and Irene. I don't know if you've seen this. I love Me, Myself and Irene! Yeah, but one of the opening scenes is a woman breastfeeding. Yeah. And the next minute, Jim Carrey's on the end oh, of that yeah. woman's breast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And watching Jim Carrey suck a breast <laughs> is, not, is not something that I'd advise. Yeah, no. <laughs> Oh, that must yeah. have been horrific. Oh I, can, I can top was... that, by the way. I don't mean to, to, to be rude, but pop-ups. Do you remember pop-ups on PCs? No. Do you ever used to get pop-ups? You don't really get them anymore. I've got Macs, so like... Like a little clip. When you're on the in- no, when you're on the internet, and then something would pop oh, yeah. up. Oh, pop yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Well, my, my bedroom had a phone in it, and my the family PC was in my bedroom. And then one day, my mum just went, Sean! And I ran upstairs, and there was a pop-up of two men drilling each other. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Why have you brought that up? Because that's, like, awkward. <laughs> and my mum thought that's what I was looking at. I was like, no, that's not... That's a pop-up. It's a very different kind of film, though, that sort of stuff. Yeah, it was just a screenshot. It was dial-up back then, so... <laughs> um, OK, so the other two... Another one would be, which I may be a little bit embarrassed to admit that I've seen this, but The Human Centipede. Oh, you've seen it? Oh, oh my God. I, I wouldn't watch that. Whilst I was at drama school, I had a housemate that was absolutely horror-obsessed and she wasn't fazed by them, so she'd sit watching the best and worst of horror films through Netflix. Oh, and one day I was just wow. sort of too hungover to move and she put it on and I oh, just... I mean, that I is not what you want to be watching hungover. Can you just <laughs> tell... I've never seen it, and I know the concept of how they attach each other. How long do they live for? Do they can they live from living like that? What do you think? Do no. They... Sorry, Mark's a bit uh, of an idiot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, no, it's it's not a happy ending. That's probably the best way of putting it. Yes. Yeah. Oh my oh, god. Oh no 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 no. We've just had the image up on our screen. Oh. I've no. given oh, centipedes, no. not what my mum saw on the PC. What's your third choice? My god. My third one is a classic where it didn't live up to the book, and that is The Cat in the Hat. Ah! Yeah. yeah I think I saw that. I've never seen uh, it. Mike Myers. Yeah, Mike Myers! And I love The Grinch, you know, I love that, but The Cat in the Hat, you know, you've got an incredible book like that. Yeah. Didn't live up to it for me, let it down. Yeah, no, 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 I remember. I, d- I, didn't re- I thought The Grinch uh, was a letdown as well, sort of similar style, oh, I but like with Jim Carrey. Oh, I thought it was a letdown. Yeah, I mean, it's a good one to throw on at Christmas, though, isn't it? You can't... Yeah, I think so. You, you can't kind of not watch it in the run-up for Christmas, I think. But the cat in the hat, nah... Amy, it's been such a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much. Uh, and, um, thank you. Thanks for having uh, me. Good luck with the lady. Hope it's a hit. Thank yeah, you for coming on. Ta-da. All right, thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Lovely Amy Doyle there. So check out Lady. That'll be online and in film festivals. And uh, her song to send us out of the show is You Never Can Tell by Chuck Berry. It's from Pulp Fiction. Why are you laughing? Sorry. Hold yourself together. I've been Sean Walsh, of course, with... Mark Simmons. Mark Simmons, who's got the giggles. Subscribe, RT. Check out our sister show, Newsish. Thanks for listening. Tweet us, all that stuff. There's only one more thing to say. Sexagesimal. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> That's the film. It was a teenage wedding and they all folks wished them well. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.